Welcome to the Seattle Public Library's Podcasts for Teens. These teen podcasts are by teens and for teens. They run the gamut from author readings and music performances to discussions and book reviews by the Teen Center Advisors. These podcasts are brought to you by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation with the help of the library's teen advisors. To learn more about our teen programs, including how to become a Teen Center Advisor, visit our website at www.spl.org. To learn how you can help the library by volunteering or supporting its foundation, go to www.foundation.spl.org. So we now are going to do the Q&A. We have a couple of the filmmakers in attendance, so if I could get those people to come down here and take a seat. We're going to pick their brains about what it's like to be a young filmmaker and making films. Okay, so to start off, uh, just say your name and what your film was and maybe how old you are and how old you were when you made the film. Um, I'm Jesse Stipek, and ours was the first film that showed, uh, Two Brothers, and I was 18 at the time, and I'm almost 26 now. Uh, Miles Stipek, uh, the second triplet. I don't know why Dylan didn't come down. He's up there. But... uh, yeah, two brothers on the American Civil War in 2007. We were 18. My name's Max, and I made uh, the film called Alone with the, uh, the old guy. That was Awesome. So just a little background. The Stipex here, they're one of the original Nifty filmmakers. They had a film in the very first festival of, of Nifty back in 2007, and they had films in every year until they aged out. Um, so they've been around for, for a while with Nifty. And then Max here is still old enough. I think you have a film in the, uh, the upcoming festival, so you guys want to check that out, too, if you like this film here. So I'm just going to start off with a question. It would be great if you guys could tell us what the inspiration was behind your film. Where, where did the idea come from, and what kind of led to you making it? Uh, so ever since junior high school, one of our most favorite films was the Ron Maxwell film, Gettysburg, 1993. Uh, it's a very long film, four hours. And my folks, you know, they're here today, and we traveled in fifth grade to Gettysburg and just the history aspect of all that really fascinated us and we wanted to pursue that and doing a uh, something short on the Civil War we thought was uh, uh, pretty fun to do and we got all our friends from uh, high school together and junior high and so that was kind of our genre for a couple of years it was always war films World War II Civil War but we wanted to do one on the Civil War for the uh, 2007 festival uh, well the uh, film that you guys saw was actually part of a uh, a 65-hour film festival that takes place up in Bellingham. Uh, so that's where it premiered. Uh, it was it was written, shot, produced, uh, edited, and screened in 65 hours um, in 2011 or, or 2012. So that's kind of where it came from. Uh, in in those situations, you kind of you put together a team and everybody butts heads over the development process of the story and it takes shape over a late night filled with uh, energy drinks and junk food and so that's kind of that's that's how that that one took shape so that's awesome uh does anybody in the audience have a question yeah so i'm going to repeat the question just so uh, we have it for the recording so could you talk about the logistics of getting the costumes for the film um, the costumes were actually just made we went to value village and bought a bunch of just real cheap blue and gray just dress shirts and then we bought the patches and had a, my grandma and friends of ours um, sew them on. You know, getting period piece films are really expensive. Um, you can't just go and buy a, you know, a Civil War uniform or a Revolutionary War uniform. I mean, it's, 
if you can make it and make it look good, um, I mean, why not? So that's what we did for the for the, the props and the uniforms. And the location was um, was a state park that we had to have, ask permission to use, and we got it. Yes. Actually, no, it was not. Um, it was filmed in uh, outside of Monroe, Washington, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah. But we made it. I mean, we found a river. I mean, we, we looked up the Shenandoah Valley and, and that whole area and tried to just emulate that and the location. I work for the National Park Service now, so it, it's, <laughs> and I, I served my last tour last year in North Carolina, so actually Shenandoah Valley. It's, some of it's in Tennessee, some of it's in Virginia, and it, so it goes in both states. It, the Blue Ridge will go down through those states as well, and uh, the Appalachian Mountains, so it's a be- very beautiful area. I, I, I briefly drove through it. I was stationed on the Outer Banks, but it's a beautiful area. It's, it's definitely in Virginia, uh, I think more, more west. Other questions? The question was, are you still making films? That's my mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still doing films. Um, just not nifty anymore, which is sad because I, it's kind of rough. It's, it's always love nifty and to be almost you know 26 and out of the age bracket. It's like, but we we did it for many years, so time to time to move on, I guess. Max, you should answer that question too. Oh. Um, I am making a film. We are making a film right now, um, and it's about fantasy. It's a dragon film. We're just trying to get it kicked off, and also I'm working on the Halo development team, and we're doing stuff for that too, So, which should be pretty cool. I am... Well, I'm 19 now. I first entered Nifty in 2011, I think. So it's been... This is year four for me, and I'm, I'm doing films now. To, I work full-time at a production company here in Seattle called Workhouse Creative, and it's really cool. It's an awesome place to work, so um, that's what I'm up to. Other questions? So the question is, what's it like making films with your brothers, and what, what's that kind of energy like, especially when you're triplets? There's creative differences always, but you think they're triplets, and like they're, everyone, they, we all, the three of us like think the same, but no, we very think very differently. Um, but so um, I mean, we're all we're all best friends, the three of us. So we we found a common interest, which was history and period pieces, and found a way to execute it in a film, and we did. Right there. So the question is, how old were you when you started making films? I think I was five years old, and I'd run around with my babysitter at the time, and my um, my parents had a a big VHS camera, and I would, I would do stuff with that. So it was about five. I guess the question was, how old are, were we when we uh, started making films? Very similar to that. My, my dad had a big VHS camcorder. We'd make little corny Star Wars films outside when they were out doing uh, live music performances. And we'd just have a boombox playing Star Wars themes and a bunch of fake lightsabers. And, and, and we were 12 years old, 11, or maybe no, 10, fourth grade. So. That's great. Other questions? So besides Gettysburg, what are, what are some other films and directors that you really love that ins- maybe helped inspire you? Um, I mean, again, we love period pieces. Last of the Mohicans, Gods and Generals. Love Steven Spielberg. Ron Maxwell again. Um, a lot of the modern films, too. I, I like Jerry Bruckheimer's work. People hate Michael Bay, but I like Michael Bay. I like action films, but I also like films that evoke emotion, too. Max, you should answer that question, too. What are, what are directors that inspire you? Or other films, maybe? Well, I'm I'm less of a film buff than I should be as a filmmaker, but I I I really really like uh, Mr. Quentin Tarantino. He's uh, kind of cliche to like him, but I I think it's 
he's my favorite, I think. He's kind of the rock and roll character of the uh, filmmaking industry, so um, I like him, and um, I'll leave it at that. He's my favorite. Sweet. Other questions? Anybody? So what's the process? Where does it begin, and, and how does it go from start to finish? Uh, Max, why don't you start for, for maybe, because it's probably different for everybody, so what's it like for you? I think the, uh, the filmmaking process is totally different for whomever is, is producing a piece, so it could totally start with um, an idea in your sleep. You can wake up and jot it down on uh, a notepad, and, and then that kind of snowballs into a screenplay, and then you're uh, developing uh, the look of it, so you want to storyboard it, and then so these hand-drawn ideas of what you want the shots to look like, and then that kind of goes into development of... You know, whether what whatever type of film it is, but you know, uh, you can address your casting, and then you get all the stuff together, and you build stuff up that way. But then also, you can be totally spontaneous, and you know, still go out with your friends and goof around. Or th then there's you know, documentary films, and those are you can you can have an idea of the story you want to tell, but then the story can totally morph into something else um, along the way, and and that goes with narrative film. As well, there's a film that I'm working on right now that uh, took a definite 90 degree turn um, compared to the path that it was going on. So it just depends. It's it's a total. It's just as music is. You can you're jamming with a group of people and uh, the the song can take shape in so many different ways if you're just improvising with different people or you know kind of depending on. So that's kind of my stick. I mean, it can be as easy as just hearing a song on the radio or um, reading a good book. Um, I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, for, for our Civil War film, it was a particular passion of a certain genre that inspired, um, you know, people paint pictures, people write music, but why not make a film? Why not include all of that, a picture and music together in one big project? So it's more of an undertaking, I think, and a lot more expensive than than publishing a book or pr producing a song, but it's uh, in the end, I think it's you know why not why not go big? <laughs> no. Awesome, that's great. Anybody else? Yes, sir. So the question is, do you have mentors from when you were starting out, or do or do you have people that you look up to now that kind of teach you along the way? I definitely started out with this really awesome babysitter slash nanny that I had. She fostered my creative side along with my my parents, and they always encouraged. I was really really lucky enough to be in a enriched home where I was able to do what I, I wanted as far as creative and stuff and, and that kind of nurtured me up and through elementary school and the music teachers that I had and each each uh, teacher that I had along the way they kind of shaped me differently and the, the community of Anacortes, Washington is where I'm from. So the, the arts are, were always really prevalent in that area and I have to say I had a fifth grade teacher that really inspired me to move forward more in, in filmmaking. And I bought uh, the camera that he had from him used and then going through. At, at every step of the way, I'd, I've had mentors. In high school, I, I had an awesome media teacher. We had a really crazy media program that uh, we were directly competing with schools down here in Seattle. Our little dinky school up in Anacortes, could, we had the... the gusto to go against all these other schools further away from us with more kids and then so uh, moving forward I guess going to nifty and stuff it's a really cool humbling experience because you get to go and you're hanging out with these other peers of yours that are your age and 
they're, you know, some of them are making way better stuff, you know, in your eyes at least. Some, some of these films are really, really breathtaking, and you experience these, and you get to sit down with an audience of people and, and feel the reactions and all that stuff, and, and you can meet the filmmaker afterwards, and these, these are all people that are your age, and it's just really, really cool. So there's, there's been some directors that I've looked up to kind of, well, one in particular, the Mr. Caleb Slane that directed uh, Juggle and Cut. He's, a good, he's become a, a friend of mine and, as well as Todd's and the crew, and they produced a, a cool film this year. So, uh, And he's also a director at the, the company that I work for. And so every step of the way, every step of the way there's uh, definitely someone that uh, I've looked up to. And I, I'd say as far as mentors go, especially teachers all through uh, middle, late middle school, junior high school, uh, high school. I think even our friends too. We, we learned a lot from them, and just uh, working off our different ideas. And yeah, so I just give a shout out to all those those video production teachers. I mean, I can really attest to what he said. Like actually going to Nifty and, and seeing the other filmmakers, you know, being around all the other people who are in my mind, like I said, like a thousand times better than me. I think, and it's like seeing that inspiration and seeing that that all that that you know creativity makes you want to do better and create better films so like in mentors can be people around you and um yeah and people from school okay i have one final closing question uh what advice do you have for other young filmmakers that might be interested in getting started are getting started or maybe struggling around, along the way right now I think the biggest advice that I've ever gotten from any director that I've talked to that's established and successful um, in whatever, however you perceive successful to be, but they're, they're making an income from uh, directing is they, they just say make stuff and make stuff and make stuff and make stuff and just, just go out and shoot and, or, or write or, um, yeah, just make, make things. I think that's the, the best advice because you only get better from making more things. You are the worst critic of yourself or, you know, you're the hardest on yourself. So you're going to watch your own stuff, um, critique it, and it's going to get better and better and better and you'll refine your work. And so I think making stuff is really important. Yeah, uh, don't give up. Never sell yourself short. I, you know, it never hurts to just to just do it and keep with it. I mean, I know so many people who just will start a passion and just give up. And after a couple of years or night or less than that, and just keep making projects as you will get better. Again, you're your own worst critic, so you're, I cringe when I see my work all the time. Um, but you know, in that cringing moment, you find out ways to discover stuff about yourself that can make you better. And um, so, just keep doing it. Uh, don't don't give up. It sounds so cliche, but don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, just just uh, keep at it. You know, you'll find yourself. You know, doing other things. You know, I have another job, and but we, my brothers and I, we stay. Uh, we we keep networking and keep coming up with more ideas. And when we get together, we try to, uh, you know, get something solid so we can so we can really go forth with something great. Um, so yeah, just don't give up. Keep with it. If you're passionate about it. Uh, stay with it. I want to I want to quickly add contact directors. I mean, you want to email. Com- go to IMDb. Find composers of your favorite movie or music growing up. Con- email them. It never hurts to ask. I mean, so many times have I emailed directors and, and composers and producers, and I've gotten in the response back, and, and they help too. You never know. And that's we've used that to our advantage, and just never hurts to ask. No. Wise words. I just want to say thanks for everybody coming out. Uh, I really hope you liked what you saw, and if you did like what you saw, you can see a whole lot more of it at Nifty 2014, which is happening April 24th through the 27th here in Seattle. 
Opening night is at the Cinerama in downtown, and then the rest of the festival takes place at Sip Cinema, the Uptown Theater in Lower Queen Anne. Tickets are on sale now. The schedule is live at nifty.org. That's N-F-F-T-Y dot O-R-G. And you can uh, check out the film lineup now, and we really hope to see you there. So thanks for coming, everybody. This podcast was presented by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation and made possible by your generous contributions to the Seattle Public Library Foundation. Thanks for listening.